0: Listen, put me in the parking lot, you know, um, with Bears, and I'll go out there and play. It don't matter.
1: You are Locked on Auburn, your daily podcast on the Auburn Tigers, part of the Locked On Podcast Network, your team every day.
0: All right, what a interesting weekend. A lot happened, yet not a lot happened. We're going to break down all of it right here on Locked on Auburn as Auburn's head coaching search continues on. More names have popped up. We've also seen a name officially back out. We also know who the Tigers will face in the Citrus Bowl on New Year's Day. That will be Northwestern. And if we have time, we'll talk a little Auburn basketball as well. Today's show brought to you by our good friends at Fetch Me Home Delivery. You can use promo code 10OFF, O F F to uh, Our three restaurants this week are Fratelli's, Waffle House and Full Moon Barbecue. Very nice variety there. Also, you can give the gift of delivery for Christmas. It's very quick. If you waited too long, they can, um, they can set you up. You can go to their website to check it out, FetchMeDelivery.com, or just search Fetch Me uh, for their Facebook page. All the links are there as well. And if you've never used Fetch Me before, you can use promo code Zach20, two zero for your first delivery free. I'm Zach Blackerby joined by my good friend Michael Pappas. How are you I'm doing well Zach. how are you I'm good buddy a lot of uh, a lot of crazy stuff going on I think uh, I don't know I expected more answers at this point point. and I guess we technically do have more answers. there's just more going on and it's like it's so funny all the names that we like threw out as hypotheticals, are all equally relevant. I shouldn't say equally relevant, but they're all relevant at this point. Um, Auburn has offered a few more folks uh, per reports. So, he, all right, here's the list of people that are either getting an interview or have gotten an interview. Kevin Steele, we all know. We'll talk more about him in a second. Brent Venables at Clemson. Steve Sarkeesian in Alabama. Boy, what a showing they had Saturday night against Florida. Bill Napier at Louisiana. Bill Clark, at UAB, and then Neil Brown at West Virginia. Tony Elliott, his name has been put out there, but he declined the interview. So that's where we are. Also, there's some reports saying that Lane Kiffin has reached out to the search committee and is very interested in the job. So obviously, that's what I want. That's what I've wanted since the get-go. My number two is Steve Sarkeesian. After that, honestly, there's a pretty big drop-off. Napier would probably be my third. Bill Clark would probably be my fourth.
1: I don't know, man. I, I'm a big fan of Bill Clark. Um, I know that that's not like a sexy pick or sexy hire or whatever. He did just win Conference USA, no big deal. but. Um, it is a big it, deal like,
0: in the sense of like there wasn't a program there a few years ago.
1: I mean, I mean that's, that is a big deal he took over a dumpster fire and turned it around in like a year or two. Then the program got canceled. Then he brought them back and won, you know, nine games, 10 games, nine yeah. games. and Like, I'm going to be honest. I, all those numbers are probably wrong as is the timetable. But I know that he like turned the program around. It got, can't like the program got can, the idea. And then yeah. He,
0: you're nailing the idea on the head. Yeah. Absolutely.
1: And, you know, obviously he's in Birmingham recruiting. And, and when you're, Having success at the G5 level, you kind of have to find talent, right? I mean, and I know that that is, I I guess, uh, in a state with Auburn and Alabama, to be successful at UAB, like, I mean, you're finding diamonds in the rough here.
0: Like, you're not. You know, he hates Alabama so much. You know, he has to
1: hate them. Why them?
0: Because they shut the, the, the program
1: down. Wait, you mean like, like the University of Alabama shut the program down, or do you mean like the state? Like he hates the state. The school. Why are you confused? Well, because you're saying he hates Alabama. You mean he hates UAB?
0: He or hates he, the University of Alabama at Tuscaloosa.
1: They shut down UAB's football program. Yeah,
0: you don't remember all this?
1: Were you I in did the not state know yet? That it was I mean, I remember when the program got shut down. I didn't it's know the that University it
0: was... of Alabama at Birmingham,
1: and so yeah, they were—they they were like
0: it was impacting Alabama's recruiting, and so they shut it down.
1: Yeah, but I mean, Auburn is also. This, a is, this isn't
0: relevant, and you're wrong if you think otherwise. It was very well documented. You can go check it out. But of those names, who who stands out to you?
1: Um, Kevin really Steele, Venables, Sarkeesian,
0: Napier, Clark, Brown—none n- of them stand out.
1: No, I mean. Uh, I guess you'd say Kiffin stands out because he's had the most like yeah. recent success as a head coach compared to the other guys and, and on the power five level.
0: Yeah, I mean, you, you know, I'm I'm very high on Kiffin. I mean, even with that game against LSU on Saturday, it's just like that offense mm-hmm. is just it's I mean, every week it's exciting. It's 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 very, very fun to watch. And, I you know, he's doing it with lesser talent, and I think that is extremely, extremely important. So we'll see what happens. Uh, I think we're still going to be kind of, I don't know, part of me thinks it's like, okay, will they do this before Christmas? Because if so, they're running out of time.
1: Will they do it ever? Is Auburn ever going to have another head coach? I mean, this is like... Gus Malzahn was the last head
0: coach ever at Auburn. (laughs) They'll never hire another on. one.
1: This is just like this is such a disaster. It's he- been so to embarrassing.
0: It's been so embarrassing on the national level, and the reports that are coming out make it so much worse. So we'll, we'll talk about that. So the, the the Kevin Steele situation and Rodney Garner seems like he was kind of involved in this as well, based on several of the reports that have come out from JG Tate. I believe I saw some there, some from um. Did Philo Marshall write this as well? I mean, they they those have been the two that are kind of all over everything that's happening currently. But several reports coming out that Kevin Steele has been kind of setting this up with the powers that be for the last two seasons. And then Rodney Garner's been involved with it, taking Steele's side. And then, I mean, so much so to like, some of the reports are saying that like Kevin Steele and Gus Malzahn like weren't even talking. And he was kind of saying like to Gus, some language along the lines of, what are you going to do? You can't fire me. The board of trustees is on my side. If you let me go, the fan base will like rip you apart. Things like that. I mean, that's kind of the stuff that's coming out. And I'm just like, man, like that's some crazy stuff. And all this stuff has come out. And now all these people that were kind of like, eh, whatever, you know, Auburn forever. Now it's like, okay, if he's the head coach, if he is leading this team, There's a lot of people saying, like, I don't know if I can support that. And so, at this point, we talked about this in the Discord yesterday. I'll put the link to how you can join the Discord in the episode description. But folks asked me, like, hey, if you had to guess right now, who's Auburn's next head coach? And I said Steele, but now that more and more of these reports, these reports are now being seen as fact, whether it's (laughs) true or not, they are being seen as fact because there's been so many different places. It's come from just different places. -hmm. And at this point, it doesn't matter if it's true or not. It's if you if you say none of this, like we don't care, we're doing this anyway. When there's several other people that I think would do a better job and are more qualified, if you if you pull the trigger and say Kevin Steele, it's going to be a really really big deal for many different reasons. But the largest is the fact it's like okay, he just like got caught. Pulling a, you know, trying to pull a coup for the last two seasons with the powers that be, with the Jimmy Reigns and the Harberts and all that. And it's just like, wow, that's crazy. You're going to lose a lot of support. You're going to lose a ton and ton of support. Um, yes. Also, it's like, I don't think he'd be a good head coach.
1: Yeah, my issue with the coup is not that there was a coup. To be honest with you, like coups happen. Hostile takeovers happen in companies like whatever that happens. Yeah. You want the job, man. You do you do shady stuff behind the scenes to make it happen. Here's my thing, Zach. You have to think that a wrench got thrown into their plans when Auburn won the Iron Bowl. Right. Oh, last year. Last year. Yeah. You got to think that, right? Maybe they were going to fire Gus at the end of the season and then he wins the Iron Bowl and they can't really be like, oh, okay, you're fired. And then he has a pretty good early national signing day. They lose a meaningless bowl game. No, I guess you could have fired him there, but like, is it really worth it at that point to, to fire him after he loses a meaningless bowl game? So then you get to this season, Auburn loses a disaster of a football game at Georgia. You could have fired him then you could have left him in Athens. Auburn loses a disaster of a football game at South Carolina. You could have fired him then. You could have fired him into the Pacific Ocean or Atlantic Ocean, and no one would have cared. The whole fan base would have been like, "Oh, thank, thank the Lord." You, and you, then, you know why they didn't though?
0: Because Jay Gouge has this like self-imposed policy where he waits till the end of the season to fire coaches. That's Pappas. That is the reason. That is the reason that's out there. Once again, it doesn't matter if it's true or not. That is
1: like, that has come from everywhere at this point. If if this is a coup, you find a way you make it happen. And then, you know, you install, you install Kevin Steele. You have X number of weeks for him to prove himself. And then the fan base will probably be like, Oh, okay. Yeah, sure. Head coach. That's fine.
0: Yeah. And and I want to talk about this plan. In in just a second. Today's show brought to you by the beer that's literally made to chill. You know what we're talking about. We are talking about Coors Light. Pappas, you drink Coors Light this weekend?
1: Absolutely. I drank it today on the golf course.
0: I love it. I love it. That's the way to chill. I watched it watching football uh, all day on Saturday, including Auburn's basketball game as well. We'll try to get to that at the end of the show. But, yeah, they understand that watching sports should be uninterrupted. Me time. And uh, they encourage you to drink for the beer that's literally made to chill. It's cold lagered, cold filtered, cold packaged, literally made to chill. It's as crisp and refreshing as a Colorado Rockies, perfect for a moment to unwind. And Pappas, you know me, I love things that are crisp. Love it. Bonus points for being refreshing. So Coors Light is the one I choose when I need to unwind So when you want to hit reset, Reach for the beer that's made to chill. Get Coors Light and the new look delivered straight to your door at get.coorslight.com. Celebrate responsibly. Coors Brewing Company, Golden, Colorado. Pappas also today's show brought to you by our new friends throughout the Locked On Podcast Network. Bet online, and you are a local betting guy. You use BetOnline.ag like crazy, and I know that we are ready for some football. I love college bowl season, and there's a there's a ton of matchups. Uh, each and every week. Also, the NFL is hot right now. And, uh, yeah, we were looking at it. And Auburn and uh, Northwestern for the Citrus Bowl, that line has come out. And what's the bet online AG um, line on that?
1: It is Northwestern minus three.
0: Yeah, so Auburn is a dog early. So if you feel good, <laughs> which I don't know how many Auburn fans do, but if you feel good about that matchup, go over to BetOnline.ag to check that out. And also... Uh, you can sign up for a free account today at betonline.ag and use the promo code LOCKEDON, L-O-C-K-E-D-O-N, and you uh, get a 50% welcome bonus. Don't sit on the sidelines anymore. Get in on the action. Don't forget to use that promo code LOCKEDON, L-O-C-K-E-D-O-N, to receive a 50% welcome bonus with your first deposit. BetOnline, your social, or excuse me, your online sportsbook experts one thing I'm continuing to see over and over and over again on Auburn Twitter, on message boards, talking to folks. My my dad even brought this up. And it's like, okay, it's become evidently clear that they fired Gus without a plan. And that's something that you and I talked about. It's like, if you're going to let the guy go, make sure you have a plan. And while it looks like it's a disaster currently, I think they did have a plan It just, Mm -hmm. it got exposed and now like they genuinely don't know what to do. And so I think for the first few days of Gus being fired, I think the response was, okay, let's just chill for a second. And then these reports started coming out and they're like, oh, all right. So Jay Googe is like, hmm, we need to put a search committee together. And it's like, cool, let's just get all the guys that did it eight years ago and put them back together. It's like, all right, y'all go have fun with this. And then I, I think at the beginning, though, it was, a, it, was, um, it was just a smoke and mirrors type thing. It was, uh, it was very much, a, okay, let's look like we're doing something. And it was like, no, Kevin Steele was our guy all along. Now I don't think that they can do that.
1: Yeah, I just, I, I think that kind of goes back to how poor of a coup this was, Zach. Like, why not, if, if you're going to hire Kevin Steele, just fire Gus and hire Steele. Like it can literally be the same press release and everyone will be like, Oh wow. Clearly they had a plan. Let's see how this goes. And then if all this stuff comes out after it's like, Oh man, this is crazy. But at least it worked. You're right.
0: You're right. You let the uproar happen for three or four days. Then people get quiet. Signing day happens. Then people complain about the signing day. And then they complain about the bowl game. And it's like, they're not complaining about steel anymore. You still have people that may, you know, you may lose interest to some extent, but then, even if the reports come out that this has happened, it's like, well, it's done. There's no more up in the air. Like you've made your yep. decision, right? And so and you may at have least some they pulled it off, right? Right. You may have some backers, some smaller backers that you know lose. You know, you may lose. Uh, you know, a thousand dollars here and there. But I think it's a general rule. Like I, I think you're spot on, man. I think you nailed it. So <laughs> I just if you uh, didn't do
1: something shady. Just own it. Right. I, I just don't get like firing a guy who's been here for eight years and has been, I mean, for the better part of a decade, he's been the face of your program. And not only are you firing him, but you're firing him, waiting a couple of days, setting up a committee to do a national search. And then you're going to come up with, oh, it's the defensive coordinator. Get out of here. That already looks stupid. Right. So now it's just looking worse and worse and worse. And like, yeah, I get it. The fan base has revolted. But, I mean... Dude, I think some of the players just-
0: have, too. I mean, you look at some oh, yeah. of the,
1: the more popular
0: Auburn oh. accounts and that are, like, doing the whole hashtag stop steal thing, and they're mm. like... One of my buddies tweeted something. It was hashtag stop steal, like, we can do better. And he screenshotted it and sent it to me, and Zacoby McLean liked it. It's like one of your better defenders liking tweets dissing your, you know, defensive coordinator. And it's like, yeah, what's 19- happening?
1: some of the offensive players that have come out and, and been like, you know, you should ask the players what we want. We should get consulted. We, we get affected the most. Uh, I thought Anthony Schwartz tweet trains.
0: Yeah. I was awesome. train.
1: I mean, it, this is honestly crazy. And shout out to everyone who told me that specifically that we would not become Tennessee. So thank you for that. Yeah.
0: The only difference is Tennessee made their announcement quickly that everybody just revolted.
1: That's the difference so far. The revolt happened after the hire instead of before. That's the only difference.
0: Right. And I mean, based on these reports, like the hire was decided. It's just
1: like they made, Yeah,
0: it's just it it got exposed. And so it's like we just beat it to the punch. That's that's the only difference.
1: Yeah. So shout out to all those people. Um, I didn't believe you. So it's a good thing I didn't. Um, This is a disaster. And you know what? It's embarrassing, man. Since it's Auburn, it's going to end up with Auburn hiring something like Sark or Lane Kiffin or, or someone like that, where it's like, again, Auburn just pulls something right out of its butt. And it's like, how did we get here? Oh,
0: it's like us getting Bruce Pearl and Butch Thompson. It's like, hmm, that really
1: worked out. Yeah, or, or, or they the,
0: hire Bill Clark <laughs> and it's just eight and four in a nutshell.
1: I I'm going to be honest with you. I think Bill Clark is a, a very good football coach. So I, I don't know anything really about his background. All I really know is what he's done with He's been the at UAB, UAB for UAB. forever. I actually don't know what he did before that. Let me look that up. Yeah, the whole UAB coming from not a program to like nine wins, ten wins, nine wins, conference champions or something like that. So I don't think Bill Clark's the worst hire. Um, but
0: So he's been at UAB since 14. He was the head coach in 13 at Jack State. He was, at South, oh, he was a South Alabama defensive coordinator for four years before that. And then his coaching career before that was all it was all high schools. 99 through 07, he was a head coach at Prattville. And then he was a defensive coordinator at Dothan, and then Coffee High School in Tuscaloosa County. Um, he was all DC's there. So that's kind of crazy.
1: So if we want to talk about a guy who has a pretty good shot at recruiting well in Alabama, yeah, you it's could shame do that worse. Bradville
0: stinks now, but that's okay. Huh. That's okay. Yeah. Um, you know what I'm thinking about right now? Mm, I don't. How good built bars taste. <laughs> the best tasting protein bar ever, and uh, it comes in 18 amazing flavors: caramel brownie, cookies and cream, carrot cake. To name a few of the newer ones, and they've got the classics, coconut almond, raspberry, peanut butter, and my favorite, peanut butter brownie. Michael, I ordered a box of peanut butter brownies like two weeks ago, and I've got one left. I've got one left, and I need to order more. All the bars uh, covered 100% in chocolate, soft and easy to chew. Built Bar is great for the health-conscious guy or gal. All of you listeners, you can lose or maintain weight by indulging in this delicious treat. And all these bars, very high in protein, low calories, low sugar, low in carbs, some of them our keto, uh, the flavor profile for uh, or the nutrition breakdown for cookies and cream, 17 grams of protein, 130 calories, just four grams of sugar, four grams of net carbs. So I encourage you to go check out all the flavors that they have. They even have like sample boxes and all that. Go to BuiltBar.com, use promo code LOCKEDON, and you'll get 20% off your next order. Use promo code LOCKEDON, L-O-C-K-E-D-O-N, for 20% off at BuiltBar.com.
1: Available on YouTube and wherever you get podcasts. Part of the Locked On Podcast Network. Your team, every day.
0: Paps, we've got a few minutes left. And uh, I wanted to talk a little basketball. We may have time still, but um, we've mentioned it a few times. Auburn is taking on Northwestern in the Citrus Bowl. Um, we listed all the options. They were all, like, not that exciting outside of Indiana. And this is going to be really hard for a lot of people to watch. Well, um,
1: every Northwestern
0: football game is pretty hard for everyone to watch. Is Northwestern like the least sexy football program in America?
1: Yeah, uh, outside of Iowa, it, maybe. Uh, no, Iowa is like a consistent like you don't want to play Iowa kind it's of. True. You know what I'm saying? It's so, an upset like, waiting to happen. You're right. Yeah, Northwestern's just like boring. <laughs> God. I mean what? whatever
0: I mean Auburn finds itself in another bowl game much like last year against Minnesota we're going into it it's like I think they're the better team but they have nothing to win is, by going to this is, game
1: is that what you said going into the bowl game last year was, uh, yeah that Auburn was significantly me, did better say, and, uh, did you say I think Auburn's the better team Is that was that the stance you took we doing this? We doing this right now? I, I'm just trying to clarify. People are still bringing know.
0: that up to me. Every time I pick Auburn in a game where like I'm confident, they're like, Yeah, you were confident against Minnesota too. And it's like, guys, I make mistakes. I make mistakes, people.
1: Man, that was so funny. I'm sitting in the corner in uh in the st- <laughs> at this radio station, and you and Painter were both like. Yeah, there's no oh, there's way we could lose. It's Minnesota. There's no way. But, and I'm like, guys, Minnesota's pretty good. <laughs> they won a lot of games this year. Yeah, and then you watched
0: it at my house. You came over so we could record the pod after, and it's like halfway through the third quarter, and you're like, why'd you say all that, man?
1: <laughs> why'd you do that? <laughs> oh, man, I'll tell you what. If they lose this game. I think they're going I to hope, lose this game. I hope that every single person out there Is like bowl games matter so much because that's what I keep have been hearing these last couple weeks, right, Zach? Oh, they
0: every time like every time Auburn goes into a bowl game, it's like it doesn't matter, it doesn't matter, and then we lose it, we lose. You know whether it's to Central Florida because that game didn't matter after losing the SEC championship game to Georgia, then Minnesota. Heck, even like going back to the Sean White era, and we somehow got into the Sugar Bowl with Oklahoma. (laughs) And then Sean White hurts his like forearm or something like three snaps mm-hmm. into, and it's just like once you lose those games, all of a sudden those games matter a ton, and it's just it, it Auburn is in a really unfortunate situation. Like I really feel bad for these players because there is no, there is or- nothing that they can. I mean, even when Auburn beat Purdue, when was that? This seems like forever ago. It was two years ago. And it's like they kill them. It was like the best performance like an offense has ever had in a bowl game. It broke all kinds of records, and it's like no one really cared.
1: No, everyone was like, "Well, where's that been the whole season?" Exactly. They had a month to prepare for this one game. <laughs> <laughs> um, yeah, Zach, this is uh, this is gonna be wild. Um, I I will say we will see how much Steel is able to like rally the players to play a meaningless bowl game against the Big Ten. Ch- the Big Ten championship loser, which I will say it was fairly poetic to hear all the people um, on Saturday night be like, well, Ohio State, they did just beat a top 15 team. It's like they beat North. They beat Northwestern. Like, let's not try to sugarcoat it. They beat Northwestern. Right. Who And like both of these teams have played six games this season. Northwestern probably would have gone six and four. Like, let's not get carried away. They don't have an offense.
0: The Big Ten's a disaster. I think Ohio State should have been in the playoff. I I think they made the right call with the four teams. I know that's unpopular. Um, If you wanted to put A&M in instead of Notre Dame, I'm totally cool with that. But I think it's like Ohio State is a top four team in the country. Like, I don't want anybody to tell me that they're not. That would be incorrect.
1: Yeah, I mean, I think it just goes back to like, you know, are you going for the four best teams or the four most deserving teams? Totally. That, that's it. You know, You're exactly right. And and I'm always
0: on the side of like, I want the four best teams in there. I don't really care if they've got two losses in some situations. I really hadn't happened a whole lot. But yeah, I, I think you go with the four best teams, not the four most deserving teams. But I certainly get the argument for most deserving because they are not the most deserving. That is for sure.
1: Yep. Uh, you want to talk about basketball right, for a second? Yeah, I was going to say real quick before we wrap up here, Zach. Auburn basketball, they played yesterday or Saturday also. Saturday. Didn't
0: they? Yep, they did. They won 77 to 41. It was a curb stomping. It was ugly. I mean, I actually felt a little bad for Troy. Not really, but um, parts of me did. So, Alan Flanagan led the way for the Tigers, played 25 minutes, scored 14 points, four of seven from the floor, uh, made all five of his free throws. I love that. And then, I mean, Justin Powell, even though he only scored three points, it's like everything he does is exciting. Um, Jalen Williams had eleven. You love that. JT Thor had ten. This was the best game by JT Thor, JT Thor so far. Uh, I love his stat line here. Nineteen minutes. He shot the ball six times, made four of them, and made both of his uh, both of his free throws. Auburn made fourteen of their twenty free throws. Their starters did a really good job. Dylan Cardwell. Found a way to get eight points. I mean, this was a really, really good effort by all of this team. Uh, it was really, really fun to watch.
1: Yeah, this was just an old fashioned beatdown, Zach. And um, you talked about Justin Powell. He had three points. He was plus twenty five. It's ridiculous. That's, I mean, it's ridiculous. This is, I know it was Troy, but any time that you didn't they start the game up like twenty seven to three or something like. I mean, yeah, it was, this it was, was, it was in, crazy. This. Like, I don't even know what else to say, but I, I w- I kind of feel like these games are the harder ones to break down. Cause it's like, you know, when you get to the second half, it's like, you're up by 30 already. How much do we really like, how good is the second half going to be? Yeah, no, you're right.
0: Um, so just a quick heads up. Auburn now plays app state tomorrow or yeah, tomorrow, Tuesday at two o'clock. Um, so go ahead and take off work early.
1: Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm.
0: set that up maybe for are planning <laughs> to go four. golfing maybe cancel your tea time and um you know find a place to go watch the game at two o'clock on tuesday
1: uh nope i have to work do you go golfing on a tuesday come on man sorry
0: sorry that was a very radio station radio uh host thing mm-hmm. to say
1: i apologize
0: where can um where can people find you buddy
1: Follow me on Twitter at Couch
0: Follow me on Twitter at Z Blackerby. Follow show on Twitter at Locked on Auburn. And on Instagram at Auburn Podcast. Also, check out our Discord. Once again, I'll put that link in the episode description down below. We will uh, be back tomorrow right here on Locked on Auburn.
1: When everyone's on the same page, getting things done at work is easy